Welcome back to A Time to Bloom, the podcast. I'm Chantel Biddings, licensed clinical professional counselor. This podcast will explore how your relationships, your job, your friends, your life experiences, and your faith impact your mental health. Today, I'm excited to have with me my special guest, Dominique McCord, LCSW, and she is going to share with us today about just the changing face of therapy, what it looks like now, and why so many people are reaching out for therapy on a kind of continuous active basis now. So welcome, Dominique. I'll introduce yourself to Thank the you. people. Thank you for having me. I am Dominique McCord, as Chantel shared, a licensed clinical social worker. Uh, I've been in the field for 18 years and have owned and operated a private practice for 10 years as of October. Um, as a part of my career as a social worker, I uh, done a couple different things. Uh, worked in trauma and crisis, as well as taught at a couple universities in their social work departments uh, for adjunct uh, instruction. So a little bit of everything over the last 18 years. Wonderful, wonderful. So we're going to jump right in, Dominique. So, you know, we talk often and we have just noticed like an influx of clients uh, to the point of almost overload at this point. Um, so what do you think, besides the pandemic and everything else that we're facing, what do you think are some of the main reasons why we're receiving this kind of influx of clients? I can't take the pandemic out of it. I think the availability of telehealth specifically mm -hmm. as it relates to the pandemic has uh, reduced a lot of barriers, both for practitioners and for those interested in therapy services commuting time, uh, being able to uh, also uh, have therapy sessions as well as manage your family from the comforts, you know, of your own home. So normally we have to build in that time to transition and those transitions, which, you know, that's a whole, probably a whole nother podcast, not having time for those transitions can often be challenging, but it also can uh, bring us closer to services that we so desperately need during this time, during these times. I also think the um, availability of different platforms that introduce individuals to uh, mm. therapists and their availability going beyond uh, psychology today and having other plat plat platforms such as Therapy for Black Girls and a couple of the other uh, podcasts that let uh, individuals know the skill set and those people who are out there who have availability and who are um, able to meet their needs therapeutically. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've had tons of clients now tell me it's so much easier that they can um, do an appointment at lunchtime or right before they start work, you know, they can have an hour session and log right in to work or right after work, just hurry up and jump online and have a session and how it has just helped so much. Like you said, with those transitions where they don't have to block out two hours of time, um, you know, just for commuting back and forth in addition to their hour of therapy services. So definitely, I think that telehealth has definitely helped in that way. Um, but I think also, I have seen a lot of people just more ready 
to, I guess, address things that have um, probably been heightened due, due to the pandemic. What do you think about that? Absolutely. I think that the time we have, like, I don't want to call it idle time, but mm-hmm. I think it's time to be uh, with your family, with your thoughts. And I think during those times, some things that we have long been challenged with and not created the space and the time to deal with kind of confront us and it's in front of our face. So just the being at, we've been at home almost in some form, I'm saying we, during the pandemic, almost it's approaching a year, right? So that's a lot of time to be able to stare yourself in the face and say, hey, I need to work on this or I want to work on this. And again, going back to those barriers being reduced, it creates an opportunity uh, and lessens the barriers and the excuses you have not to address it and you're with yourself so or with just your family so it creates an environment where you want to and seek help from other people professionals yes yes and I'm, I'm glad you said that professionals because I think that especially during this time people are reaching out to friends and family members and maybe uh, talking about stuff they haven't ever talked about and finding like that's not exactly the most helpful thing I need to do for myself but I definitely need to reach out to someone that can, number one, be objective, um, but also, you know, create a safe space for me to share without me worrying about it coming back in some shape or form, um, as does happen, you know, with family and friends. Um, so I think having I think a professional. One thing, mm-hmm, go ahead. Absolutely. Just to go along with that, I'm surprised at the number of individuals who during their intake call or first session are encouraged to go to therapy by their friends or by their family. You know, I can't take everybody in a whole family, but I often get referrals from other people that says my cousin or my sister, you know, recommended you. So, you know, all the time, you know, I'm, I'm saying who has availability to see this person? Because as you said, the floodgates have kind of opened. And in order to be able to set boundaries for myself, I can't take everybody that emails me because, you know, then it's like, more stress, creating more stress and not being able to be there and be available to those that we serve. Um, but again, I'm getting a lot of referrals from people who I'm already engaged with to, because they recommended, you know, a member, you know, of their family and for whatever, or friends, for whatever reason, they can acknowledge and admit that this is beyond the scope of their friendship or their uh, relationship in their family, which I think is a great thing. It is, it is. And I think that as more people make those connections um we're we are building stronger individuals stronger families stronger communities um in fact because of the fact that so many people have gone underserved or not served at all um, in regards to therapy for so long based on stigma or just not wanting to talk about it or you know feeling like if i reach out to a therapist that means there's something wrong with me Um, And so I'm glad people are overcoming some of those barriers and moving forward to be better because that's how we become stronger, you know, as a network. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think um, when we talk about barriers, it just, you know, we we started off talking about uh, the physical barriers that are, um, that are taken down or lessened uh, due to the pandemic. But I also think uh, the visibility of uh, therapists, particularly therapists of color, when you talk about uh, servicing those in Black and Brown communities, and you know we are a number of uh, we are mem- we are members of a number of networks that sometimes moves me, 
for as much as it has grown, I know that it's not enough based on the sheer number of referrals, you know, that you and I are getting on a weekly basis. So I'm, I'm proud that visibility uh, is increasing in many ways uh, to be able to service people who have other barriers uh, for the longest that we can remember. Absolutely. And even like the small things that we see, um, not really small, but big, like seeing African-Americans in therapy on television, in movies. I think that that has definitely helped to um, nudge a few people to say, we, let's normalize this. Let, let's normalize the conversation. Let's make it okay for everybody to say, I, I want to improve in these areas. I can improve in these areas. And it's okay for me to reach out and get some professional assistance. Absolutely. I always tell this story when I'm um, talking to clients about boundaries. Um, I was at a Jill Scott concert about three years ago, and one of my clients like introduced me to a group of her friends, and I was like shocked, right? Because it's just not a part of, you know, when we're taught about boundaries and HIPAA, you know, I always say, if I see you, I'll make eye contact, but I'll follow your lead. And it was just the biggest embrace and literally like before I knew it, she had hugged me and was like, here are my friends, like this is my therapist. And it's definitely different, but it was, it was a pleasant surprise. You know, of course I didn't, you know, shy away from her, you know, introducing mm -hmm. me because at that point it was clear I was her therapist. But I think that's an example of a change and a shift and people being transparent. You know, I tell people all the time, like, my therapist appointment every two weeks is non-negotiable, you know, not so that they all. know that as <laughs> so that they know as a therapist, I not only believe in it for them, but I believe in it for me. And so I think that eases their comfort in explaining and sharing with people their own process and transparency around, you know, engaging in therapeutic services. Absolutely. I think it's necessary. And I think that the more people hear that I'm a therapist who has a therapist, I think that helps to kind of ease it because it takes away that kind of plateau. I think that people put therapists on like, oh, your life must be all together because you listen to people's problems all day. And it's like, absolutely not. I still got a whole life going on. I got issues. <laughs> I got situations that occur that I need to have that same safe space to process with. Um, and so I'm so glad that there are, um, you know, we just keep continuing to have these conversations that say therapy is okay for everyone. You know, we're not just saying you go get therapy, but we are going, we are engaging in the therapeutic process. We are talking through our own issues, concerns, life situations, and that's how it should be. I always say therapy um, is, a, is a team effort. And just like you have a team for your own wellness care, your, you know, your dermatologist or your hairstylist, your dentist, you know, your nail tech, whatever, you need to have a therapist on your team. Absolutely. I, one of the things that I think, you know, I enjoy talking to people about the continuum of things that can be therapeutic. So while we are part of that team, we're not it. Like we mm -hmm. see our clients once a week, once every two weeks. So what are what are the what is the range of things that can be therapeutic so that we can be a part of a team to holistically support them to get to a place of healing and growth in their lives? Absolutely, because we know that most of the work has to happen outside of our office. 
Like we can guide you. We can um, help give you tools to process and to go a little further and think a little differently. However, once you leave that office or leave this virtual office space, you have to do the work. And finding those things that are therapeutic for you, those things that offer you release and find um, those peaceful moments are so necessary along your journey to wellness, because that's what we want you to be well. Absolutely. Good, good, good. So Dominique, tell us how we can find you, follow you. Um, I know that people are always reaching out and I know that, you know, your caseload looks like mine. And so we are <laughs> approaching, if not at capacity, uh, but I do want people just to know that you are out there um, and uh, what's your website and where can they look you up? Sure. I, I, we had this conversation earlier today. I think things change often. So I am at capacity right now, but I would encourage people to uh, just check back often because as, as we know, things change for individuals and from time to time uh, that causes you know influx in my schedule and i might open up availability um you can find me on uh, i have both the websites so my website is going to be dfm d is in david f is in frank m is in mary dash wellness.org uh i can be reached via phone at 773-234-9355 and i, I also accept emails at info i'm sorry that says that's, that's a tongue twister info mm -hmm. at dfm-wellness.org so if you want to drop me a quick question or you know inquire about my availability again that's info at dfm-wellness.org also you can find me on instagram at dfm underscore wellness dfm underscore wellness and on there i typically post motivational things and sometimes short videos around uh, what's going on in terms of my life and how I incorporate that into um, encouraging others to stay well and progress through some of the challenges in their lives. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of A Time to Bloom, the podcast. Dominique, you have been absolutely fabulous. I appreciate you coming on and being a guest. Um, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. We're definitely going to have to have you back so you can give us some updates and maybe some other helpful tips on uh, therapy as we go forward. So thank you again so much. And, and thank you for having me.